Okay, so welcome. Sorry, I was trying to get organized. Um, I'm extremely beyond the point of happy to finally talk to you guys about something that makes me so excited. I know I talk about this quite often in regards towards karma and energy and, and all these beautiful things that are out there in the world, but it excites me because when I talk about karma, which is the name of the show, right, Karma Talk, we think about all the things that we've been going through. We think about the emotions. We think about our spiritual experiences. We think about how we are treated in life or how we treat others in life. And this has a lot to do with today's topic. And for all of you who have been trying to understand what is karma, today's show is going to benefit you so much. It will help open your eyes. It will help give you information and that knowledge and that knowing about what karma really is. First things first, let's talk about how amazing your Thanksgiving was. My Thanksgiving was absolutely beyond the point of amazing, and I loved it. Not only were we surrounded with amazing people, wonderful friends, and people who were just so thankful for the gifts and the beauty and the the miracles that are given to us, whether they were joy or gifts of transformation, everything is a gift. And there's so much to be thankful for, but so many of us, we don't allow ourselves to realize how appreciative we should really truly be. So on this time, in this time of the year, we finally take one day out of the year to sit there all around the nation and be thankful. Be thankful for the air we breathe. Be thankful for the sight that we may have. Be thankful for our voice, our opinions. Be thankful for the love we share and the food that is on our table. The comfort that we may have. Whatever it may be, there's many, 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 many things, too many to mention for how much we should be thankful for. My biggest thanks that I give is I'm thankful for, of course, my family, the love, the happiness, the peace, my health, all the, the normal things I'm you know, here to be thankful for. But I'm most thankful for the opportunity and the gifts that I've been given, the blessing of knowing that there's a God that, oh my gosh, I can't even explain how thankful I am. To know that there is a God and to know that we have a creator, we have someone who is above us, watching over us and caring for us and constantly guiding us and loves us unconditionally. I cannot tell you how comforting and how amazing that makes my heart feel. And when I speak about it, it brings so much so much joy and, and so much happiness in my soul where I feel so overwhelmed with love. It's so amazing. So I'm so thankful, and I look at how many gifts that we've been given, but how much we've also taken advantage. We've taken advantage of so many things, 
where we don't allow ourselves to really truly be appreciative for God, for our Creator, and for our guardian angels. We we don't let ourselves be appreciative because we let our daily lives consume us. Because there's so much to do in a day that we neglect ourselves. We neglect who we truly are or what we truly want out of life. And to all of you that are out there, please hear me as I talk to you. Let love take over. Let happiness be a part of your daily life. Let life represent and be all about true fulfillment and purpose. Why do we allow ourselves to waste a moment? We waste time with giving power to anger or to frustration or disappointment or neglect or whatever it may be. And we don't sit there and realize how appreciative and how much God has given to us. And when we have these blessings and we have these miracles that are given to us, whether it's the sun out today or whether it's the rain, you know, replenishing the planet, um, clouds in the sky to give us coverage, whatever it may be, we don't sit there and say, I'm so appreciative, thank you, God. We don't say thank you enough. Why do we allow ourselves to only give one day out of the year to really focus on giving thanks. And this is why every Thursday I focus on doing a meditation for 20 minutes, giving loving, beautiful loving energy back to our Mother Earth, our planet, giving thanks to Mother Earth for the air, for the sea, for the soil, for everything that we're given daily, every moment. And it just it brings me so much joy and appreciation, knowing that we have so much to be appreciative for. So that just was an amazing thing I wanted to share. Okay, on to our show. So today is about karma. And karma excites me because to me this conversation is just, it just brings me joy. It just fills my heart. I'm like, ooh, karma, yes, let's talk about this. Because karma is something that so many people They ask me this question, and it's a great one as well. It's a great question. What is karma? And people ask this question not expecting karma to actually be something that we should believe in. They they say, well, I heard about karma. Is it really something that's real? Does karma really exist? And I sit there and I laugh and I and I just I get so giggly and I'm like, oh my gosh, how could you ask that question? Of course, karma is real. Absolutely karma is real because it amazes me how many people don't have the knowledge and the knowing of how significant karma really is and how karma has been a part of every move you've made. Karma has been a part of, it has been a part of every move you have made since the moment you hit this earth. Karma is so real 
it's not something you can avoid. It's not something you could pretend doesn't exist. Karma is not made up. It's not just for those who believe in it. It's not just for those who think it's real. It's a part of everyone's life. Karma even is for those who are scientists, those who are atheists, for every religion, for every belief, for every gender, for every age. Karma is a cause and effect. Do you believe in karma? This is something you should be asking yourself. Do you believe in karma? What do you believe about karma? What do you know about karma? Is karma something that is a positive or a negative in your life? People have become disconnected from the truth of karma because we have, we've had to have so much control these days. You know, we are told, control your emotions. Control the direction where you're headed. Control the career you're going to have. Control this. Control this relationship. Control your children. Control the way you eat. Control everything. Control your looks. Everyone is focused on control, control, control. Now, I'm complete opposite of that. I don't believe control is something that is supposed to be a part of our life. I believe control is something that you give to God, something you give to your guardian angels so that you can rise above all that stress and burden that has to do with control and you can just live a life of fulfillment and truth. We've become disconnected from karma and allowing ourselves to understand how amazing and how spectacular karma really is and how significant it really is because we have been taught that we have control of everything, that we are the ones who can make anything happen. Now, I do believe anything is possible. I do believe that nothing is impossible. But I also believe that if there was an earthquake, that you have no control. I do believe that if you're in love with someone, you have no control in order to make that person love you. I do believe that when you have a child, you have no control over that child. I believe that control is something that we have created in our minds so that we can feel that we have power or that we are important. But it really is something that is quite false. And those who realize that and those who see that and know this is to be true are the ones who are at a much higher level and have allowed themselves to open their eyes and are on the path to true fulfillment, are already on that path of having true fulfillment because you know the truth. You are no longer blinded or have a veil over your eyes to be deceived by what the world is trying to convince us. Karma is very real, just like me and you are real. Karma is real. Karma is so simple. It is so simple. Karma is cause and effect. 
if you do something, say, okay, say we go in the forest. This is a perfect example. Let me talk to all of you very simply. Say you go in the forest and you're just sitting there and you just want to talk about how to create, um, you know, a better, more amazing, you know, field of, of trees, let's say. Okay, i got to think of something simple. Okay, we want to focus on being able to make for sure that there's trees all over. We replenish the earth. We help change the situation from negative to positive, right? There's a lot of negative because people are constantly cutting down trees. We're trying to save forests. We're trying to save the rainforest. We're trying to do all these amazing things to transform the planet in a better way. Thank you, God. That excites me, to be honest. I'm, I'm very much about saving the planet all the time. That's a very huge topic of mine. But if you cut those trees down, you pollute our waters, you've, you've caused something. You've done something, right? That's a cause. You, you've, you've created disaster. Now, the reason why you've created disaster is because now there's going to be an effect from what you've caused. From cutting all those trees down, now you've caused a negative effect because you've created disaster for all the nature, whether it's a squirrel, whether it's the bees, whether it's the ants, whether it's the birds, whether it's the lions, whether it's the elephants, whatever animal that lived in that area, you have just caused a very negative effect, which creates not always a huge disaster, but somewhat of complications or troubles. In my opinion, in my eyes, it's considered disaster only because it hurts my heart to see how animals in nature are so looked down upon and they they don't receive the respect like we try to respect humans and we're like, oh, we're great, we're great, we're great. But we forget that the common day squirrel or the honeybee is also great and amazing as well. Or the elephants are amazing because they're such, you know, powerful, amazing creatures. Or the lions are amazing because, you know, they're a part of nature as well. I mean, we don't, we don't give the recognition to these creatures that we've just taken everything away from them so that we can create more homes, so we can create a bigger space, and we can now invade another sacred land that was dedicated to nature so that we can build more homes for people who don't need them. I know there's a lot of people in the world, but there's also a lot of homes already built in the world. It's not necessary to have to continue to take away from nature so that we can have even more. That's cause and effect. When you cause, when you there's an action, there's going to be a reaction, like dominoes, right? When you have them all standing up straight and then you push one, there's a reaction. They all fall. Right? What makes us think 
that if we take an action, there's not going to be a reaction. Now, karma is very simple. When you create an action, it could be a positive reaction or it could be a negative reaction. That's up to you. And that's what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about what type of actions are you making? What type of steps are you taking in life? What type of karma are you creating? Are you creating good karma, bad karma? Are you allowing yourself to make a good impression in the world and making some type of a footprint that is going to be left behind where people are going to recognize that you were an amazing, spectacular person on this planet? Because it's not what we have built up financially. That's not how we are rated. Even though so many people tell us that's how we're rated, but we're actually rated spiritually, energetically, and literally by the actions that we have made, by the steps that we have made on this planet. And your actions show who you really truly are. And that's what counts. And that's what's recognized. And what the rest of the world sees, including the ones who love you so dearly. So many people tell me and they talk to me and they say, Tammy, maybe I have really bad karma and that's the reason why I don't have love and that's why I don't have my soulmate and that's the reason why I'm so disconnected and this is the reason why I have unhappiness and this is, you know, I have a lot of... I just have bad luck, you know, and I tell people, I say, well, you know, and I tell them this all the time, I don't believe in luck. I believe in negative karma and I believe in positive karma. I believe that there's good energy and I believe that there's bad energy, but luck has nothing to do with it. And luck has nothing to do with it because I don't believe that someone's lucky. I believe that people create good karma which is, you know, you can say is luck. But they create this good karma by having good actions, by being good to people, by being good to themselves. People think, I just had two clients that just left, two people that I worked with today that were similar, and both of them, both of them do not have self-love and self-worth. Do not have self-confidence. And their guardian angels are like, well, why are you allowing yourself to continue living on this planet not having self-love, self-worth, self-confidence? Why are you disconnected from your heart? Why are you not allowing yourself to receive the gifts that God's trying to give you and receive the gifts that your guardian angels are trying to give you, which is self-love and self-worth? Why are you allowing yourself to be so disconnected? Why are you letting pain be a part of your life? We carry anger. We carry frustration. We carry disappointment. And we, we harvest that. We, we let it grow like, a, like a, you know, a, a, a fire that has so many coals in it that are so red and so hot that you don't really need to add more fuel. You don't need to add more wood to it because it's already so, 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 so hot. You may not see the flames, but it's so burning hot because you've added so many coals. You've added so much 
fire, so much pain. And so many of us don't realize how much pain we've created. We don't realize how much we are destroying ourselves, how much pain our heart our heart is in, excuse me, how disconnected we are from the truth, how we allow ourselves to constantly manipulate our mind. We, we manipulate ourselves by allowing ourselves to say, no, we don't need to have happiness. We just need to survive. No, we don't need to have love. We just need to survive. No, we don't need to have joy. It's okay. I have a client that I've spoke to before that has this huge, huge plan. And this person's plan is a 10-year plan. So I have to become this and this and this and this and this. I have to do this and this and this and this and this in order for me to have happiness. And then once I have that, then I'm going to start living life more fulfilled. Then once I have that, then I'm finally going to be able to sustain the happiness that I want. I mean, life is not a plan. How are you ever going to have happiness when you're controlling the happiness. When people have children and they have that child, that child is created out of love, out of passion. That's good karma. That's beautiful karma. Because that child is here on this planet to represent love. And then there's those who are intimate but they're not with the person they're meant to be with and they accidentally get pregnant because they were being intimate with the wrong person at the wrong time freely but without protecting themselves in any way, shape, or form and they end up pregnant. And this whole pregnancy has disappointment, anger, frustration, uh, lack of responsibility, disconnection because I don't know what I'm going to do with this child now. This person was a one-night stand. I had no intentions on being with this person. I was just, I was too drunk. I was, you know, hot and heavy and, oh, my gosh, now what am I going to do? People don't realize. People don't understand how significant it is to really, truly Let yourself eat, sleep, and breathe truth and to be aware and to pay attention to your actions because there's always going to be a reaction, whether that's a good thing or whether that's a not good thing. Your guardian angels are in your life to protect you, to guide you, to direct you, to carry you. But we're not allowing ourselves to take advantage of the gifts that we are given, which is to communicate with our guardian angels and listen to our guardian angels and have a relationship with our guardian angels and listen to our dreams from our guardian angels, et cetera, et cetera. We want to ignore that truth so that we don't have to allow ourselves to look in the mirror and deal with the truth and to be honest with ourselves. God forbid we allow ourselves to be honest. Because then that means we actually have to be responsible and we actually have to pay attention to our actions, which most people don't want to be a part of. Is karma 
something that we create. People ask me that. They say, well, did I create this karma? So you're trying to convince me, you're trying to tell me that I created this karma? And the answer is always going to be yes. Yes, you have created this karma. Yes, you have allowed yourself to create this karma. This has to do with your actions, something that you've done. Now, let me take that back for one second because I forgot about one very important part, which is very significant. And it's not something that I want to talk about in this show, but it's something that we should talk about just for a moment, is rarely, not all the time, but sometimes people do have their family's karma. There's generational karma, there's family karma that does cause an effect, a negative effect, which causes complications and difficulties in our lives because your father's karma was negative, your mother's karma was negative, maybe it was your grandfather's karma, maybe it was your grandmother's karma. Somebody else's karma sometimes does wiggle in and create a negative effect for the children, the grandchildren, the great-great-grandchildren, whatever it may be. And sometimes you'll have to work on healing that karma by doing good deeds, which are amazing. It's easy to fix. It's easy to fix. This is something that I've trained, I've, I've learned, I've studied, and something that I've worked on for many, many, many years learning and understanding how to heal karma so that when people come in asking about their karma and so that they can be able to allow themselves to be fulfilled and healed, that I know exactly what needs to be done. No matter what type of situation you're facing, I know how to help you. I know how to solve the problems that you're facing, no matter what the situation may be. That is the reason why I've traveled the world working with shamans and leaders and spiritual people around the world, understanding about energy or past lives or whatever it may be so that you can be transformed and renewed, back in balance and healed. Is it something that we create? Yes. Not all the time, but most of the time. It can be amazing to actually have karma. How? This is a good question. So some people say, but what do you mean it could be amazing to have karma? What are you talking about? Well, if you're a really amazing, wonderful person, like Mother Teresa, beautiful woman. I love her, met her, knew her, amazing person. John Paul the Pope, love, totally love, absolutely. Complete different mindset, absolutely spectacular man beautiful karma. These people had karma that was so amazing, you just wish and pray and hope that your 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 pinky nail had that much beautiful energy inside of your whole being from how bright these people were. So many of us can have that same type of light. We could be amazing as well. How? By radiating good karma, doing good deeds, opening the door for someone that's passing by, not allowing yourself to be so aggressive on the road. Let people come in front of you when they have their blinker on, right? Maybe giving water to a homeless person or helping feed someone who's hungry. 
being kind to to others, allowing yourself to forgive those who have hurt you, letting go of the anger that you're holding on to. Healing negative karma has to do also about forgiveness. How we become amazing is by allowing ourselves to treat others like we want to be treated. Do you like being treated unkindly? Do you like being treated like dirt? No, of course not. Do you like being treated kindly? Yes. So why do you not treat others kindly then? Treat people as you want to be treated. Treat people with love, and you then will be receiving love. Treat people with kindness, and then you will be receiving kindness. Give to those who, who need, and then God and the angels and people will give to you as you need. Karma can be amazing in every way, shape, or form. It can be so spectacular. But we don't allow it to be spectacular because we allow ourselves to focus on the negative. We're always so afraid of controlling things because we don't know how to live life and we don't know how to trust freely. Freely, that's the magic word. Living and being free. Living life free. It's amazing. It is most, it's, it's most of the time, to be honest, not such good karma that I'm dealing with when I work with people. You know, it, and people sit there and they say, well, why is my karma so messed up? Well, what do you mean I don't have good karma? And then I have to tell them the truth and I have to say, okay, well, let's talk about the truth for a moment. Do you feel as though that you have been kind to those in your life? Well, yes, of course, I'm always nice. Okay, so you feel like you've been an honest, truthful, loving person throughout your life. Yes, I've been amazing. Okay, so you feel like you have been honest and you feel like you've really, truly given to your husband your whole heart. Well, I can't give my whole heart because I don't want him to hurt me, so I only give him as much as I can handle. And then, you know, of course I have a, all these walls and I have this and I have that. And, you know, there's here comes all the excuses. Here comes all the reasons now. Now people are allowing themselves to hear, coming out of their own mouths, how they have not been as kind as they thought they were because they're holding back, because they're, they're, they're being reserved. They're reserving themselves. They're, they're holding back what they really want to give out because they're afraid of getting hurt. But they're afraid of getting hurt because of the people who have hurt them. And then you think of the people who have hurt them and then you think of how they've been hurt. It's just a towering effect. It's just constantly, it's like a domino effect, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show. When we have this negative, 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 unless someone does something, unless someone does something dramatic, deep, major movement, you're not going to see a reaction in a positive way. You're not going to see the movement that you really want to see. You're not going to change the circumstances unless, unless you change the energy from negative to positive. And that's very possible. It's extremely possible. And it's not that hard, even though we think it's hard. 
So instead of allowing ourselves to continue having this ripple effect where everything becomes negative and we're allowing ourselves to carry this fear, we don't want to allow ourselves to forgive. We focus on allowing yourself to hold up all these walls of protection. Um, we're afraid to love. We're afraid to trust. We're afraid to forgive. All these emotions that we, we continue building up as we grow into an adult. And we carry all these emotions and we carry all this pain. And why do we carry all these emotions? Why do we carry all this pain? Because we're afraid. We're afraid to allow ourselves to let go of the control, of the stress, of the burden, of the heaviness. Your guardian angels are always giving you signs and messages and knowledge, whether it's through your dreams, whether it's through a daydream, whether it's through a person in the coffee shop, whether it's a sign on the freeway. They're always giving you messages and information of how to heal. It's up to you to allow yourself to heal, though. What steps are you taking? This is a good question to all of you. What steps are you taking so that you can heal, so that you can transform, so that you can become awakened, so that you can have good karma? What steps are you taking so that you can finally transform? What about past life karma? Is that real? Let's say maybe in your past life, your soul and your spirit in another body, obviously, in another lifetime, was not so loving, was not such a good person. Maybe you were a warrior and you were responsible, you were a general in the war and you were responsible for killing people. Or maybe you were a monk and all you did was pray for people and help to heal people. Or maybe you were a healer and you focused on healing the sick and the, the dying. Or maybe you were the most amazing, most passionate, most loving, most creative person. All of our lives were different. And you feel that in your soul and in your spirit. You know this information. Whether I tell you or whether I don't tell you, you know this in your whole being. Your memories, your dreams, your soul, your spirit remembers these experiences in these lifetimes. You may not remember it like I remember mine because I'm unveiled and I remember all this information, but you do remember some of the information by senses, by feelings that are within inside of you. So think about past life karma. Is that really real? And when you think of past life karma and if it's really real, go back into a place where you can meditate. Go to a place where you can be quiet and still for a moment and just ask your own guardian angels and say, do I have past life karma that's holding me back? And you'll feel this sensation. You'll feel this information and this, this awakening within you with information and knowledge. And this information, this knowledge will surge through you and certain memories may even play through your mind. Or maybe you'll feel it in your heart and in your spirit. Pay attention to the information that your guardian angels share with you so that you can allow yourself to truly be healed. Past life karma, most of the time, most of the time is not so bad. Sometimes we do have negative past life karmic situations. Not all the time. I don't come across it every single day. I don't come across it, you know, even once a month. But 
past life karma does exist. And the reason why people allow themselves to have that negative karma is because before they pass, before they leave this planet, when they die, they don't ask for forgiveness and they don't have remorse for the sin that they've created. So they carry that pain into their next life because they did not die with remorse. They did not die forgiving, asking for forgiveness and forgiving themselves for the sin that they've created, for the actions that they have taken, for the lives that they have taken. They don't ask for forgiveness for the lives that they've damaged, you know, whatever it may be. So karma karma is something that's so amazing because it really is something when you pay attention to it and you look at it, whether you're a scientist, whether you're an atheist, whether you're, it doesn't matter your religion or your belief, it's something that is really real. And when you understand it, it really does start becoming a part of your life and then everything starts changing where you start seeing miraculous movement of happiness. You start seeing amazing, amazing moments of joy and celebration and you start becoming fulfilled and all these doors start opening because you're finally eating, sleeping, breathing, living truth. You're finally eating, sleeping, breathing, living with good karma, with intent, with good intentions, with a purpose. With, you, you have a purpose behind what you're doing now. You're not just existing. You're living. You're finally living. So how do we heal bad karma? How do we heal the karma that has been negative or blocked within us? How do we get rid of the negative karma? You would go to someone like me or a healer or anyone that does spiritual work and they would help you to look at where the karma is blocked and where the karma has caused interference. And they give you that knowledge and that information so then that way you can forgive yourself and heal from this negative karma that has created such a imprint in your life. But one of the things that I talk about quite often is in order to be able to heal bad karma, it's so easy by creating good karma. Good karma, buying someone a cup of coffee, buying a stranger a cup of coffee, buying someone a beautiful, 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 beautiful meal, you know, like a homeless person. It doesn't have to be an expensive meal. Um, Opening the door for someone, like I mentioned earlier. Letting someone pass you on the freeway, like I mentioned earlier. Um, maybe letting your husband know how much you love him and how amazing he is, letting your children know how significant and amazing they are, Um, giving a helping hand, donating your time to the shelters, uh, helping the animals that's, you know, lost and, 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 you know, left without a home in in the nature, whatever it may be. But doing a good act, by doing kind things, that creates good karma. As you go throughout your day, think of all the good things that you can do. Think of all the kind things you can do. That creates good karma. Instead of you being sour, instead of you being angry, instead of you being insensitive, that creates negative karma. Do good deeds. Do do sweet, nice things. What doors have you kept shut because of your emotions, because of your hurt, because of your pain, because of your neglect that has been in your life? What doors have you kept shut Think about that because that's very important. 
and start focusing on healing that and forgiving those blockages with whoever has hurt you, whatever the situation may be. Believe in who you are and know what you want. Start writing a list and manifest the things that you want to transform. The end of the year is coming. New Year's getting ready to come any moment. And we want to focus on transforming all this negative into positive. And if any of you are ready for transformation and you're ready for movement and to get rid of the things that have caused interference and stopped you from being who you are on this planet, don't hesitate to call. Call 916-930-0781. I have programs set up just for you so that we can do some really quick clearing, transformation, movement, um, releasing, getting rid of all the negative helping you to allow yourself to be renewed and, and reborn for the new year, reconnected so that you can allow yourself to finally have happiness. If you're confused and you don't know how to get help, call me, 916-930-0781. Or go to my website, asktammyadams.com, www.asktammyadams.com. Get connected. Karma is something that has been spoken about for thousands and thousands of years, and I love talking about karma. So what doors have you kept closed, and which doors are you ready to open? I can help you. Call me, and let's get started. Let's get clear before New Year's and get renewed. Become renewed now. To all of you, have a blessed week. Until next time. I am Tammy Adams.